Welcome to the Private School Leader Podcast, where private school leaders learn how to thrive and not just survive as they serve and lead their schools. I strongly believe that it is possible to have a long and happy and fulfilling career as a private school leader. And my passion is to help you figure out exactly how to do that right here on the Private School Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Minkus. So I want to start today's episode by asking if this has ever happened to you. You're sitting at your desk at school and you're working on something and you just feel kind of off. You feel off. You're, you're not sure what's wrong. You just feel maybe a little bit agitated or grumpy. Maybe you feel a little bit queasy or a little bit dizzy. You're just not feeling great. Maybe you feel out of sorts. Or maybe you feel really fatigued and you can't really describe it. You don't necessarily think that you're getting sick. You're just not sure what's wrong. And so that's why we say, maybe not to others, but maybe just inside of our own heads, we say, I'm feeling off today. Or I'm not sure what's going on with me today. And sometimes it also leads to feeling a little foggy and maybe you're not quick to make decisions, and it just impacts a lot of the different things that we try to do in our busy day as private school leaders. So I've had this happen to me dozens of times over the years, and it's not a great feeling. And especially with the pandemic, when we would feel that way, I think we were all hypersensitive to, am I coming down with something? And so when you're feeling off, it's, as I said, not a great feeling, but At other times, especially during the pandemic, it could even be worse. But here's what what the problem is, is that we are always traveling at 100 miles per hour when we're at school. We're running to a meeting. We're trying to return a parent phone call. There's a student issue that comes up right after recess because somebody pushed somebody. And there's perhaps one of your teachers comes up to you and says, my daycare called for my child and my child is sick and I need to leave. And then you need to figure out coverage. And we're just running around a hundred miles an hour with our hair on fire. Well, that's okay. Um, We've talked a lot about being proactive on this podcast and different strategies to help us feel more in control of our day. But with all of the things that we have to do, When we're feeling off and we don't know why, it's a very unsettling feeling and it also makes us not very productive and we don't make very good decisions. So over the years, I've figured out some strategies that have worked really well for me when I feel that way. And these strategies help me go from feeling out of it and feeling off to feeling much better. And I want to share those seven strategies with you today. But before we get into today's topic, I want to give you a free gift just for to say thank you just for listening to the podcast. I've created a free guide for you called Five Strategies to Help You Work with Difficult Parents. And we know that working with parents is part of the job and that most of our parents are great, but some of them can be demanding and emotional and difficult. And this guide that I've created will give you the tools that you need to build better relationships and have better meetings with the difficult parents at your school. 
So you can go to theprivateschoolleader.com slash parents and grab that guide. And thank you again for taking time out of your busy week to listen. And you can grab five strategies to help you work with difficult parents at theprivateschoolleader.com slash parents. And one more thing before we jump into today's topic. I want to hear from you. If you are getting value from this podcast, I would love to hear from you. My email address is mark.o.minkus at gmail.com. That's M-A-R-K dot O dot M-I-N-K-U-S at gmail.com. And just let me know how it's going with a new strategy that you're using. Maybe you picked up something on a podcast episode and you're using it at school. I would love to hear about that. Or you can email me with your biggest pain point that you're experiencing right now. I want to serve you better in future episodes, and I'd just love to hear from you and get that feedback. And again, that's mark.o.minkus at gmail.com. M-A-R-K dot O dot M-I-N-K-U-S at gmail.com. Send me an email and let me know how things are going for you at your school. All right. So the topic today is what to do when you're feeling off and you don't know why. All right. I'm going to give you seven strategies. The first five of these strategies are things that we can do when we're not really sure what's going on with how we're feeling physically. And I'm going to go through those five strategies and then talk about how we can be proactive about those. And then strategies number six and seven are about when we're feeling really, really stressed or anxious and we're not sure why and what to do about that. So strategy number one, when you're feeling off and you don't know why, is to drink 16 to 20 ounces of water. So I don't know... Um, I don't know if who needs to hear this, but the bottom line is, is that we just don't drink enough water. We really don't. And if we're in the early stages of dehydration, we don't even know it. And most of us are in the early stages of dehydration during the day. And so if I'm feeling out of it, I'm feeling off all the things I said at the top of the episode. I'm not sure what's going on going on with me. What I'll do is I'll get either a half liter bottle or a 20 ounce bottle of water and I'll just drink the whole thing down. And I don't mean sip it over the course of an hour. I mean drink the whole thing down right there in within, you know, whatever, 30, 45 seconds. Just drink the whole thing. And almost always I start feeling better within about 20 minutes. And I'm not going to get into the long list of benefits of drinking water. I'm sure that you know that. And many of you have wearable technology that sometimes uh, you have it set to remind you to drink. And I see a lot of my teachers and some administrators at my school carrying around these big water bottles. And that's great. But if you're feeling off and you don't know why, you're not feeling great, you're feeling kind of weird and you're not sure what's going on, strategy number one is drink 16 to 20 ounces of water. Just drink it right down, and most of the time, you will feel better. Okay, on to strategy number two. Strategy number two is stand up. So if you, you know, it's always great to to take a walk. Um, We'll get to that in a moment, but if you don't have the time to do that, 
stand up. And I have a teacher at my school that often says, sitting is the new smoking. And I've heard him say that for a couple years. And I just kind of thought that that was his saying, his phrase. But I Googled it and there's actually um, an article by James Levine, um, a doctor that works with, he's actually the director of the Mayo Clinic at Arizona State University Obesity Solutions Initiative. I know that's a mouthful, but Dr. Levine is the one who first coined the phrase, sitting is the new smoking. And I want to read a quote. He, he believes, first of all, he believes that people lose up to two hours off their life for every hour they spend sitting. And then he says, quote, sitting is more dangerous than smoking, kills more people than HIV, and is more treacherous than parachuting. We are sitting ourselves to death, says Dr. Levine. That's quite a quote. More dangerous than smoking, kills more people than HIV, more treacherous than parachuting. We're sitting ourselves to death. So I've also, when I was researching for this podcast episode, saw that there are more than one recent study, more than recent studies show that standing just three hours a day is the equivalent of running 10 marathons a year. Now I can hear what you're saying. You're like, Mark, I stand way more than three hours a day. Well, maybe you do, but I think that most of us overestimate how much time we actually are spending standing in a day. Now, I know that we have some listeners that are administrators that also teach. And so, of course, you're teaching, you're standing. But a lot of what we do, the meetings, working at your computer, being on the phone, being on Zoom, uh, driving to and from work, hanging out at home in the evening, a lot of things that we do, we're, we're sitting and there's really only one way to find out whether we're standing the, equi- the three hours a day, that equivalent of running 10 marathons a year. There's really only one way to find out, and that's to track it. Track it for two weeks. Now, you may have some wearable technology, like a smartwatch, that will do this for you, and that's great. And maybe you already know, and you already have checked this box, and you know that you stand for more than three hours a day. But about three years ago, I got a standing desk, and it has been it has been a real game changer for me. Um, not that expensive. Um, I believe we got it at like Staples or one of these office supply stores, and um, I use it all the time. And so, um, a standing desk, uh, your wearable technology that gives you a reminder to stand up. And I just want to go back one t- one more time to. Dr. James Levine, I want to tell you a quick story. So um, several, I don't know, maybe three years ago, I was at a driving range about a half an hour from my house. It was in the evening and I'm sitting or I'm sitting there taking a little bit of a break. I think I was there with my daughter and I see this older gentleman and he's over there hitting golf balls and then a guy is hitting golf balls next to him and then they strike up a little conversation and the older gentleman I would have no idea how old he was. I thought maybe he was in his early 70s. And I heard him tell this man, he said, well, I'm 80 years old. And he said, every day I go for a two-mile walk. 
I come out here whenever I can to hit golf balls. I spend a lot of time in the garden. And he just listed a lot of the different things that he does. And he said, you know, I'm 80. And when I turned 60, I or I uh, retired from working at the steel mill. And he said, there were a bunch of guys that retired the same time as me. And he said, every single one of them are in the cemetery. And he said, because they chose the remote control and the recliner chair and the couch. And he said, and I chose to be up and moving around. So maybe Dr. Levine isn't all that far off when he talks about how dangerous it is to be sitting all the time. And maybe my friend at work isn't all that far off when he says sitting is the new smoking. So when we feel off and we're not sure why, strategy number two is stand up. Strategy number three, take a brisk five-minute walk outside if possible. All right, I can hear what you're saying. You're like, okay, well, again, that's pretty obvious. That's a no-brainer. But I wonder how often we know things and then we don't do the thing. And so just like we don't drink enough water, just like we don't stand enough, we don't move around enough. And I'm including myself in that. I'll put myself at the top of that list. So you're sitting there, you're feeling off, you're feeling kind of weird. And this is very situational, but it's also a big bang for the buck, a huge return on your investment of five minutes of time. And so what I'll do is my office is on the third floor. And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll just get up and I'll walk and I'll walk down to the first floor and then I'll walk down the hallway and walk back up to the third floor. And sometimes that takes less than five minutes. I mentioned outside if possible. Obviously, there's the benefit to if it happens to be a sunny day, um, that fresh air, all of those kinds of things. But what I want to really just encourage you to do is to kill two birds with one stone. And I'll explain what I mean. We're so busy. I mentioned before how we're running around with our hair on fire that these brisk five-minute walks, they can actually be a little longer than that, and you're killing two birds with one stone, meaning they're doing it at recess. You're doing it in the lunchroom. You're walking the halls during a class change. And so however long the periods are at your school, probably somewhere between 40 minutes and 60 minutes, that if you got into the habit of whenever you're not in a meeting to just walk the halls a little bit during that uh, pastime, then you're getting up, you're moving, but you're also, what are you doing with recess and the lunchroom and the hallways during a class change? You are being a visible leader and you're seeing your people, you're seeing the kids, you're interacting and you're moving your body. And so strategy number three is to take a brisk five-minute walk outside if possible. So we're looking at the seven strategies for when you are feeling off physically, maybe feeling off mentally, and you don't know why. Number one, drink 20 ounces of water. Number two, stand up. Number three, take a five-minute walk. And number four is go hang out with the kids. Hanging out with the kids is the best part of my job. And Last week, I came home from work, I think it was a Tuesday, and I was all grumpy. And I didn't even know why I was grumpy. I was just grumpy. And I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to my wife, 
And she said, did you hang out with the kids today? And I said, well, I think I did. But then I pulled out my phone and I pulled up my schedule and I looked at my schedule. And what I saw was, is that I was in meetings all day, that I wasn't outside during that uh, lunch recess block and that I didn't actually hang out with the kids. And so I remedied that situation. The next morning was a Wednesday. And first thing when I got there, I went to the fourth and fifth grade homerooms. And then um, after the bell rang and morning announcements, then I went and did a couple things with hanging out with the middle school students. And altogether, it was probably about 30, 35 minutes. But boy, did it make a difference in my day. And I know that not every morning, I can't do that every single morning because of my schedule, but I really needed that. And it was so interesting that my wife, that was the first question that she asked was, did you hang out with the kids today? So let's just think about this. This is why you do what you do. This is why you got into education in the first place. This is why you are a private school leader is so that you can serve these kids, that you can serve their teachers. And so these kids, they bring us joy. But I think sometimes we get so busy being in our problem-solving mode or if we're dealing with discipline issues or if we're dealing with parents or the board or the finances or transportation or fundraising or the building and the leaky roof or the potholes in the parking lot or all of the above and 500 other things that we sometimes do the thing that's last on the list is spending time with the kids. And so if you're feeling off and you're feeling grumpy and you're just feeling kind of out of it, my advice, hang out with the kids fixes that almost every time. And what it, what it could it be? It could look like, like I said before, a class change and just it could be greeting the kids as they come into the main entrance of the school. It could be walking around at recess or the lunchroom. Maybe you go into a classroom and read a story, or maybe there's a basketball game or a soccer game after school and you go and you don't have to go for the whole thing. Maybe you're there for 15 minutes, but you know, and I know that it makes a difference. It's just the fact that we sometimes feel like we're too busy to do those things, but the cumulative effect of that is not good. And so we need to remember to be proactive and hang out with the kids. All right, strategy number five, when we're feeling off and we don't know why, is to eat some protein. So being hangry is a real thing. Um, my wife gets hangry, and then I say, are you hangry? And she says, yeah, you know what, I am. And let's face it, I'm not going to get into all of the science behind it, but when our glucose levels get low, we have mood changes, we have difficulty concentrating, we have more fatigue, we feel weak. And so what I would recommend, and I'll just tell you what I do, is, is that I have some high-protein, low-fat snacks on hand in my office. So I'm lucky enough to have a little fridge in my office, and I've got Greek yogurt in there, 15 grams of protein, zero grams of fat. I think it's about 90 calories. Um, protein bar, about 12 grams of protein. It's about five grams of fat. I forget how many calories it is. But if you're halfway through the morning, and again, I know some of this is just so much common sense. And for some of these strategies, you're like, okay, I already do all that. But 
maybe you're going to glean something from one of these, but it's just so important that our body has fuel because you may not be moving around that much, but we're expending a lot of emotional energy and we're expending a lot of energy in making decisions and showing empathy and we need that fuel. And if we're not feeling great and we're not sure why we need to eat some protein. So like I said, have some high protein, low fat snacks on hand. And when you're uh, mid morning or mid afternoon, just grab that and don't have a bunch of junk around. Um, I just make sure that my environment is free of, you know, candy bars and all that stuff that's just empty calories and make sure that it's only got uh, my environment of my office only has things in it that are high in protein and low in fat. So before we get into the last two strategies, I want to just reflect on the first five for a moment because we're going to be proactive and we're going to schedule these things into your day. Now, you're like, okay, well, that sounds weird. I'm, I'm going to schedule drinking water. And the answer is yes. I'm going to schedule standing up. Yes. Now, again, if you have wearable technology, some of you already have these things built into your Apple Watch or your smart wearable technology. Great. But whether it's drinking water or standing up or taking a five-minute walk or hanging out with the kids... That's the thing that I schedule into my calendar. I want to pause there for a moment. So every week, the reason that on Wednesday mornings that I go to the fourth and fifth grade homeroom and I hang out with them for a few minutes and do a puzzle or draw a picture or talk to them about the game from the day before or something that they're looking forward to, the reason that that happens is because it's in my calendar intermediate school homeroom. Um, the reason that I go to morning meetings on Tuesday mornings with fourth and fifth grade is because it's in my calendar and the prayer service and recess every day that I don't have a meeting from 12 to 1230. I'm at recess and club time or after school sports. Now I'll schedule all of those in there and then things are definitely going to come up and I'm not going to make it to all of them. But if I didn't have those in my calendar, I wouldn't be going to any of those things. And then all of a sudden it would be weeks and weeks. And then I would be like, wow, I really haven't been seeing the kids. And if you're not seeing your kids that often, you're also not seeing your teachers that often. And so again, I just want to put a plug in for that recess lunch block. And I've told you this before on the podcast that what I do is about half of my teachers are on recess duty and about half of them are on lunch duty. And when I walk around for that half an hour of recess, half an hour of lunch, just most of my kids and most of my teachers can just do that quick check-in. Hey, how are you? And sometimes it's great because they have a question or they need a quick answer on something, and then there I am. Um, so scheduling that or the, the high-protein snack, whatever it might be. But if we don't do these things until we're doing them in a reactive way, then we're always going to be kind of a step behind. And we're very proactive on this podcast. And so I would just ask you to pick one of those things that you should do. Drink water, stand up, take a five-minute walk, hang out with the kids, eat a snack high in protein. One of those five things and put it into your schedule. And if I had to pick just one, it would be hanging out with the kids, even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes. So I told you before 
that strategy number, the last two strategies, number six and seven, have to do with when you're feeling stressed or anxious and you don't know why and you're not sure what to do. So strategy number six, I want to set the, I want to set the stage. I want to paint the picture for you. You're feeling stressed. You're feeling anxious. You're in your office. Um, you are in the hallway. You're in the lunchroom. Wherever you are, you're feeling stressed. You're feeling anxious. Usually you know why you are, but there are a lot of times where you're just feeling that way and your blood pressure's up and, and you're not sure why. So strategy number six is to name it. I want you to name it. And what I mean by that is, is that I want you to think about brain science for a second and how your and also how your body, your autonomous nervous system works. We all know about fight or flight. So your your eyes see the bear and you start running from the bear and you're in flight. And your body does all kinds of things with sending blood to the um, places where it needs to go and your skin temperature and um, you actually get tunnel vision and just all these different things that happen during fight or flight. Well, here's the problem. If you're in your office and you're feeling all the things for f- uh, fight or flight, your brain is kind of like looking around, but it doesn't see the bear. It doesn't see the source of danger. It doesn't see the thing that it's running from. And so then your body, your autonomous nervous system is still running. It's still producing that acid in your stomach. It's still doing all of these things. And so what I've done, and this has really worked for me, is is I stop and ask myself, okay, why am I stressed out right now? Why am I anxious right now? And maybe the answer is, well, there's a board meeting tonight. Or maybe it is I have to call that parent in one hour, and I'm really not looking forward to it. Maybe I have to have a difficult conversation with a teacher. But when I name it, then I've found for me that it plays a little trick on my brain because then the body, the brain, they're just sort of like, okay, the threat is no longer invisible. And so we can kind of stop, quote unquote, stop running. And so, like I said before, your body, your brain, your eyes and your brain, they're looking around, they don't see the bear. And so you're still in fight or flight and you're anxious, you're stressed, you're nervous, your body's doing all these things. But I've found that if you name it, that then your body will stop running. It's worked for me. I encourage you to try it. I know it sounds so simple, but it works. And then strategy number seven is called take five. So I've talked about this once before, just really quickly on the podcast, but I want to talk about a mindful tech, mindfulness technique that I use if I'm feeling really stressed out even if I know why I'm stressed out, or maybe if I don't know why I'm stressed out, but it takes about two minutes, a little bit more than two minutes, and I'll just talk you through it. And so it's called take five because you're going to do five, four, three, two, one. It's five things you see, and then you close your eyes, and then it's four things you hear, three things you feel, two things you smell, and one thing you taste. And so let me just walk you through it real quick. So you're all stressed out, You have two minutes and you're just going to sit comfortably and you're going to take three, you're going to take a deep breath in on a three count and you're going to take a deep and then you're going to let that breath out on a three count. So a big in breath, three, and then a three count out. And that's one. So you're going to start, you're sitting comfortably and you're going to 
do five things you see. So, so a three count breath in, I see the clock. Three out. Three in, I see the doorknob. Three out. Three in, I see my computer screen. Three out. Okay? So you're doing five things that you see. And then you close your eyes. Three in, I hear the air conditioner. Three out. Three in, I hear some kid talking out in the hall. Okay? And that's four things you hear. And your eyes are still closed. Now it's three things you feel. Um, again, you're doing the three count breath in, the three count breath out. Maybe you feel the weight of your body on the chair. Maybe you feel that your knee is a little bit sore. And then it's two things you smell. Maybe you smell something from the lunchroom. Maybe you smell, I don't know, um, you know, something in your office. And then um, one thing you taste, you know, maybe it's your toothpaste from this morning or whatever. And then you open your eyes. And so that takes usually two minutes, two minutes and 10 seconds. And what I've found, again, it works for me. Maybe it won't work for you, but I think it's worth a try. Um, maybe you have your own mindful te mindfulness technique, but if you don't, um, this one's as good as any. And um, it's called Take Five. That's what I've heard it called. Um, you're doing a three-count breath in and a three-count breath out. And for each one of those things, you're naming in your head five things you see. You close your eyes, then it's four things you hear, three things you feel, two things you smell, and one thing you taste. So those are the seven strategies for what we're going to do when we feel off and we don't know why. So let's review them quickly in our big takeaways for today's episode. Strategy number one, drink 20 ounces of water. Just drink it down. We don't drink enough water. Strategy number two, stand up. Sitting is the new smoking Standing three hours a day is the equivalent of 10 marathons a year. Strategy number three is a brisk five-minute walk. Outside is best, but you can also kill two birds with one stone and be a visible leader if you do it at high visibility times of the day, but just do it when you need it. Strategy four, go hang out with the kids. Kids will energize you, but you have to actually go and do it. Strategy number five is eat some protein. Just have some high-protein, low-fat snacks on hand in your office. And then the last two strategies, if you're feeling stressed or anxious and you don't know why, strategy number six is name it. Let your brain stop running from the bear by just naming what it is that you're stressed about so that the body can stop running. And number seven is take five, the mindful te mindfulness technique that I just described. So I like to end every episode with a call to action. And our call to action today is, is that we are going to be proactive. We're not going to be reactive. And I would like for you to pick just two of the things out of these seven strategies. And some of the strategies had multiple things in it. I would like for you to just pick two things out of this episode and schedule them into your day or your week. And do that for a couple weeks. And then maybe shoot me an email. Let me know if it worked, if it didn't work. But I think that in my experience, that if we're proactive, that we're going to feel off less often. And then when we do feel off, if we have these strategies, then we'll know exactly what to do. So wrapping it up, I just hope that you got value from this episode. I wanted to remind you about the free gift of five strategies to help you work with difficult parents. 
And you can get that at theprivateschoolleader.com slash parents. And again, I want to hear from you. I want to hear about any strategies that you're using, pain points that you have, ideas that you have for a new episode on the podcast. Just send me an email at mark.o.minkus at gmail.com, M-A-R-K dot O dot M-I-N-K-U-S at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Today's show notes can be found at theprivateschoolleader.com slash episode 31. And a new episode of this podcast comes out every week on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And you can connect with me on Instagram at theprivateschoolleader or Twitter. My handle is at thePSleader. And if you got value from this episode, I would just love it if you would share this with another leader at your school or an aspiring leader at your school. And I've been your host, Mark Minkus. I just want to say that I appreciate you and that you're making a difference at your school. And thank you so much for taking some of your precious time out of your busy schedule to join me here today. And I will see you next time on the Private School Leader Podcast. And until then, always remember to serve first, lead second, and make a difference.